With the Ezekiel Elliott suspension dominating headlines yesterday in the NFL, a couple of big trades went somewhat under the radar. The Buffalo Bills had a busy day, trading both former first-round pick wide receiver Sammy Watkins and cornerback Ronald Darby in separate deals. Watkins, the fourth overall pick in 2014, has thus far had a very up-and-down tenure in Buffalo. The Clemson product has shown a great deal of potential, but has dealt with a long list of injuries in his so far short NFL career. In 2014, Buffalo made a big move on draft day to get Watkins, moving their first-round pick that year, the following year's first-round pick, and an additional fourth-rounder, obviously hoping to get a Julio Jones-like impact. That hasn't been quite the case, as Watkins has only topped 1,000 yards once in three seasons, and last year only managed to play in eight games. He was sent out to very wide receiver needy team in the LA Rams, where he can get a fresh start and hopefully find some chemistry with last year's number one overall pick, quarterback Jared Goff, who had a very disappointing rookie season. In exchange for Watkins, the Bills got cornerback EJ Gaines and a 2018 second round pick from LA. With a hole at the number one wideout spot, Buffalo continued the deal trading for Jordan Matthews from the Philadelphia Eagles. Matthews, like Watkins, was a member of the 2014 draft class, who also, like Watkins, has had an up-and-down start to his career. Matthews, a second-round pick out of Vanderbilt, has shown the ability to make some highlight reel catches and use his 6-3 frame to be a weapon in the red zone, though he is yet the top 100,000 yards in his season, coming only three yards short in 2015. Last year was a bit of a step back for the wideout, who finished with 800 yards but only three touchdowns. The Bills are hoping Matthews can gel quickly with quarterback Tyrod Taylor, whose future with the team is uncertain after this year. He's certainly been on the field more than Watkins, as Matthews has only missed two games thus far in his career. The Eagles made out well in the deal, moving on from Matthews and bringing in cornerback Ronald Darby from Buffalo. Darby had an excellent rookie season, being named to the the Pro Football Focus Rookie of the Year. Philly also gave up a third-round pick in next year's trade. I'm Jeff Stryer. Keep listening for analysis of these trades on your home for the best quick-hitting sports news only on Anchor. The biggest news in the country this weekend has been the violence that occurred during a white nationalist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. This is first and foremost a sports station, and I don't want to be reporting on or analyzing things that aren't sports related, as there are plenty of great stations that can provide that for you right here on Anchor. This tragedy in Charlottesville, however, does have some unfortunate ties to sports, and it all has to do with the logo adopted by these white nationalists. This group who promotes hate and racism call themselves the Detroit Right Wings, and they've been using the logo of the NHL's Detroit Red Wings as its own. This puts the hockey team in obviously a terrible situation, making it seem like the Red Wings are endorsing or in any way connected to what these assholes are saying or doing really sucks for both the team and its fans. Essentially, what these people at the rally have done is taken a logo from a team that has among the most passionate fans in sports and turned it into a symbol of hate. Fans of the Red Wings now have to think twice before donating team shirts, jerseys, or hats, and frankly, that really sucks. Obviously, in the big picture, this is a minor injustice compared to the hate speech and violence faced by counter-protesters of this white nationalist group. And it's nothing compared to the sadness many people face today in the wake of this event. But as I said, this is a sports station, and even though it may not compare, 
This group taking the logo of a team many people love and transforming it into something evil is really sad. Though there's little the team can do at this point, the Red, Wings, the Red Wings did release a statement on the use of their logo by these white nationalist pricks. The team had the following to say, The Detroit Red Wings vehemently disagree with and are not associated in any way with the event taking place in Charlottesville, Virginia. The Red Wings believe that hockey is for everyone and we celebrate the great diversity of our fan base and our nation. We are exploring every possible legal action as it pertains to the misuse of our logo in this disturbing demonstration. Well, I'm glad the team is trying to pursue legal action, but there's really little to be done at this point. The images are out there. I think about how devastated I would be if the Celtics or Red Sox logo became part of a rallying symbol for hatred and bigotry. Fandom is such an important part of my life, and I assume many of yours, and to have that fandom be falsely equated to hate and evil, it's like I said, it's sad. Hopefully Red Wings fans can still wear their gear and show their logo with pride because it's their logo. It belongs to the team and the fans. I truly hope these fans aren't embarrassed or ashamed of being proud of their team now because they shouldn't be. The only thing they should be embarrassed or ashamed of is sharing a country with those assholes who stole their logo from them. So to Red Wings fans, I say go Red Wings and fuck those protesting white nationalist bastards. I'm Jet Stryer and this is your home for the best quick hitting sports news only on Anchor.